0: Good evening, folks. It's time for your Tuesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. I'm News Director Matt Demline, and we'll start with a little personal news. First of all, the knee surgery went well. Um, I am currently sitting on a couch, um, can't really walk anywhere without crutches. I can't put any weight on the leg yet, but the knee surgery went well. I am in limited pain. In fact, most of the pain I'm actually feeling uh, deals mostly with trying to keep the leg off the ground as compared to actual pain in the knee. Um, I do have a nice scar on my knee. I won't subject you guys to pictures of it or anything along that line on our social media, Um, but the knee is heading in the right direction. There will still be some time where I'm going to have to spend you know, most of the day sitting down, but uh, we are moving in the right direction. So good news there on the personal front in regards to the knee. Um, I am resuming the podcasts uh, today. Uh, I know we had one Friday with Jeff Stapleton. We were off for the Martin Luther King holiday. I am doing it today. I will continue to do these um, barring vacation days and, um, The social media stuff is going to take a little time to resume, uh, but expect that to start resuming in the near future. My little uh, uh, updates on uh, Facebook Live as well as uh, Twitter and on uh, Instagram, those will resume in the near future um, after a little bit of a rest time, but we will resume those in the near future. So let's move on immediately to the top stories. First of all, a lot of action at the General Assembly today early on. Uh, Tuesday morning, the House uh, Subcommittee for Priv- Privileges and Elections, and this is really where the action takes place, is actually, in subcommittee, um, approved a-, a couple of voting restriction bills. One, uh, they approved a bill that would get rid of the drop boxes. Um, they also approved a bill that would cut early voting from 45 days down to two weeks. Um, the folks on the early voting bill were arguing that 45 days is costly and that two weeks would be better for localities. Um, while, uh, delegate John McGuire, he's a Republican from Henrico argued that the drop boxes were a pandemic thing. And in his eyes, the pandemic is over so that, uh, the, the, uh, uh, drop boxes need to go. And he again, argued that it would also improve trust in, uh, local elections. He's claiming that the drop boxes cause trust to be, um, damaged, I guess is the word I'm looking for in regards to local elections. it Whether that is the case, uh, you know, there is debate, um, but he uh, wants the drop boxes gone. Uh, the House Privileges and Elections Subcommittee uh, approved those bills. Um, but I will tell you that uh, later on in the day, the uh, Senate uh, Privileges and Elections Committee um, knocked down a bunch of bills that would do similar things from uh, Senator Amanda Chase, Um, So my guess is that these bills have a short shelf life. They're not going to make it out of the democratically controlled Senate. Um, Also, we uh, got our first uh, discussion of the uh, China Ford controversy in the House of Delegates today. This after it became more publicized that Governor Glenn Youngkin stopped a uh, stop pursuit of a Ford battery electric battery plant um, for Pennsylvania County. Because in his eyes, it was uh, too heavily tied with the Chinese government. Um, it was an association with a Chinese company, which uh, Governor Yunkin says uh, basically was a front for the Chinese Communist Party. Um, Democrats are taking uh, taking this and saying, hey, there could have been 2,500 jobs coming to Pennsylvania County, an area that badly needs jobs. Um, but uh, Republicans are arguing again that uh, this was not the right uh right deal, the right jobs, and again, uh, didn't want association with uh, the Chinese government. Now, I will say that the governor has been heavily focused on China lately. There may be some larger political aspirations tied to this. It's been suggested in a number of areas. Um, you know, we recently had the TikTok and WeChat ban um, over concerns about their ties to the Chinese government um, and, and uh, China. And then also uh, during the State of the Commonwealth speech, there was the mention of Banning potential uh, purchase of um, farmland by uh, by Chinese government tied nationals, and uh, that is, you know, there's, there's been a lot of focus on that, even though there really hasn't been any uh, any. Evidence that that is, in fact, occurring. The governor brought it up in his state of the Commonwealth speech. So that uh, was debated on the House floor today. Expected to be a continuing um, issue, probably well into uh, election time. So this is is not something that's going away. It's going to be something that's discussed again and again. Outside of the General Assembly, we did get a verdict um, in the uh, trial of the two Windsor, uh, the civil trial. Uh, This is of the two Windsor police officers. This dealt with the uh, traffic stop that we had um, back in, uh, I want to say it was 2020. I'm going to look up the date just to make sure. Yes, uh, December of 2020, the um, Army uh, Lieutenant Coron Nazaria was actually uh, going from Petersburg down to uh, Hampton Roads, down to the the Hampton Roads area when he was stopped in Windsor in a traffic stop that was caught on video um, where he... Um, drove a, a distance and was pulled over and then apparently was, you know, was pepper, ga- uh, pepper sprayed. Um, but they, they came back with the uh, civil verdict in that trial. Um, he had been looking for 1.5 million. This was a uh, Lieutenant Corona's he was looking for 1.5 million in damages. He actually received uh, just under $4,000 Um outside of court his uh his lawyers said that they were looking to appeal this appeal this they were not happy with that decision um what whereas obviously the the two uh two officers fairly happy with the decision obviously four thousand dollars is is not no money but it's a a lot less than what uh, uh lieutenant nazario's uh folks were, uh, were 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 looking for um part of the issue was whether or not the uh officers felt that there was um some reasonality in the fact that he drove a little ways before pulling over and the fact that you could not see the license plate, although there was a paper license plate in the back window. Um, but again, we do have that, that, that civil verdict in, um, that case. Um, and again, uh, that only ended up being about $4,000. So those were the, the major stories that we had, uh, for you today. Obviously the general assembly will continue to meet over the next couple of days and we'll be focusing, uh, on that. They're obviously going to be meeting until the end of February, but we'll continue to, to keep an eye on what they're doing daily, uh, to make sure that you're up to date on that. And obviously anything else that breaks when we're we'll make sure that you're, you're on top of that as well. Um, and for that, again, I am back. We will continue to do these podcasts. I do, uh, do appreciate uh, you having some patience with me during uh, my uh, knee issue. It's going to need more patience as this knee issue continues. But uh, uh, my hope is that we uh, have uh, much fewer disruptions than we had at the beginning of January. So, anyways, this has been the Tuesday evening edition of It's News to Us. For uh, News Director Matt Demline and the rest of my news team, we'll talk to you tomorrow.